Welcome to Empath, conversations and intentions around meaningful marketing for soulful, sensitive, empathic entrepreneurs. Join me, the feral writer, to talk with truth and texture about creativity from the heart space, marketing with meaning and emotion. This is Empath. Welcome to Empath. 10 Ways to Get New Customers, Part 2. Hi guys, I finished last week on number 5 of 10 Ways to Get New Customers. I don't know why I thought I could do all 10 in one episode, but I think I just got carried away and forgot I was on a podcast and I can't speak all day long. Um, People have other things to do. So here we are for Part 2 and I promise to be a bit more efficient and effective with how, how much I speak. Five ways today then on how to get new customers. Just to give you a recap, the first five ways we talked about were content marketing, SEO, collaboration or meeting people in groups, funnels and freebies, and reaching out to people, all of which is rooted in authenticity. I don't want anyone to think I'm talking about cold direct messaging or the sort of sales funnels where you download it and... It's really a waste of the download. The paper you've printed it on you is worth more than the information that you've been given. It's really important to stress that everything that I'm talking about here has depth and it's about relationship building and it's not about a quick win. It's not about numbers. It really is about names. Okay, number six is advertising. I'm going to talk about advertising because yes, it's, the, it's the, one of the biggest ways you can get new customers and it's not for everyone because it's budget dependent and not everyone has budget for marketing and that's why there's 10 reasons here and not just five because I want to give different options for different people at different stages with different budgets etc. Advertising done well does need a half decent budget but you could just boost the odd post on social media at quite a low amount 10, 15 pounds, 20 pounds or whatever like that however you'll get a much better return if you can dedicate money to advertising. Now it's really rich coming from me because up till now I haven't advertised. I've boosted the odd post. I don't advertise and there's many reasons for that but I am going to say obviously I advertise for customers. It massively works. It's not something I'm against. It's something that I didn't do for my own reasons for a long time because I wanted to grow at a certain pace that was organic and I wanted to work my community around people that found me organically and that was really important to me. Because the first year of having Empress has been about learning and adjusting and working out how I'll scale if I want to scale and what scale scaling looks like to me and how I can make it personal and keep Empress personal, which is my number one priority over scalability. So when it comes to advertising, there's so many different ways. You could do Google advertising, you can do Facebook and Instagram advertising. You can advertise anywhere. You can advertise on a website, you can advertise through a magazine and do paper advertising, sponsored posts, promote yourself on podcasts. Like There's so many different ways you can advertise. It's unreal. YouTube advertising, you name it. So the first thing to do really is to A, look at your budget, what you want to spend, because let me tell you, advertising will take your money. <laughs> it does get real good results, but it is a beast that you have to continue to feed. So it's good to know that up front before you buy the beast. (laughs) How much food are you going to be feeding it each month? And what are you looking for in return? That's really important, I think, to not just run adverts. And this is why working with advertising companies 
It's not necessarily a bad thing. Don't become disconnected from your results. Know what you want from it. You wouldn't employ someone and leave them on the job for a year and not check in to see how they're doing. You just wouldn't do that. So it's really important you treat your advertising like an employee. You set in advance what you want it to do. I would go as far as to write a job description for your adverts, even though it's only for you. So you can say, are my adverts living up to the job description? Are they bringing in X amount of leads? Are they getting me X amount of views? Or whatever it is you want them to do. You set what you want your adverts to do. You set how often you look at it and adjust it. I would highly suggest weekly to begin with. And whether it's working, what the return on investment is for you, and what the point of it all is. Advertising isn't just about getting new customers. Sometimes it's about increasing market share or being seen by a new a new customer group or increasing your audience with it in mind that you're going to sell to this audience eventually but it's about knowing what your aims are in advance and preparing for that and monitoring your advert because sometimes you get the platform wrong and you find the wrong people but often it's the advert that's wrong you know i can't tell you how many poorly put together adverts i see with bad content and poor imagery and predictable cheesy cliched kind of feel um i I honestly i'd say i probably see 20 or 30 a day a day and i'm not looking for them that's just 20 or 30 a day coming into my life and because of my job i am aware of them and it's very rare i see a good advert hand on heart and that doesn't mean the advert's not performing for people it means i'm very fussy but i think that spend time on your advert Spend more time putting your advert together and planning it and working on the roots of your advertising strategy than you do putting it out to the world. You want to put all your work in up front and then back it with your budget and monitor it. And don't be afraid to change it and split test it. But honestly, my advice, I would say if you're beginning in business, advertising is not the priority right now. And I would grow organically with an aim to put money back with a plan to advertise a year or two down the line. I can't deny it, though. It's very effective and it does work. Number seven is referrals. Your best marketers are your people. The people that love you and buy from you. And trust me, when people buy from me, they're my best marketers. First of all, they buy more than one thing. So people that follow me, that like me, that buy from me will never or very rarely. I actually can't think of many people who've bought just one product. So they might buy a course and an ebook or the membership and a course or two courses or three courses or a course and some coaching, or a high percentage of my customers have bought everything from me. That, you know, there's a lot of people that will buy everything from you, especially if you release a slower, I've only got five or six products, so it doesn't take a lot to buy from me. You know, it's not like I've got 50 products. There are people that I buy from, I buy courses from, I'm always buying from, <laughs> who've got like 100 courses, and whenever there's a promotion, or I get an email, or they're front of my mind, I often buy courses from, the, from this person. And so it does work that if you like them, you return to them. But then step two of that is that you recommend them. And I don't have a referral scheme, but I can tell you so many people refer me that I really should have a referral scheme. I mean, it is on my list of things to do, not even for extra revenue, just because I genuinely appreciate the people that are in my corner, that are promoting Empress, that are talking about my membership, that are sharing contented and talking about my eBooks and things. These people market me every day. Honestly, truly, there are people who have paid to work with me. We're not scratching each other's back. It's not like that. They genuinely have bought from me, loved it, and are spreading the word. And 
I would love to offer a referral scheme to reward these people. And it's, it's very much on my to-do list because I recognize the value of them. They bring me more than so much marketing that I do because people buy from people and people believe people. And are you going to believe your friend when they tell you about an amazing membership they're part of? Or are you going to believe the advert I put on Instagram telling you how amazing my membership is? And so it's worth being aware of that, that people buy from people. And if you can get your people to promote you and talk about you and share what makes everything so special that you offer, they will do your marketing for you. They will get your business because their friends believe them over an advert. And as part of that, I want to also say video testimonials are one of the most powerful things you can do. I offer video testimonials for my courses and my membership where my members have literally gone and done a video. I only really offer it as a one-off. So the first round or two of contented, my content course, I, I offered videos in exchange for one-to-one sessions. So it's a very high ticket offering that I'm offering in exchange for these video testimonials. However, same with Empress, I have said, say anything, genuinely say anything you like. and. As long as it's like a certain amount of time, it's one minute or more, so it can go on a reel, anything goes. You can say anything you like. I literally want their flavor. I want their authentic personality to shine. And that's why some people are really gentle and soft and kind and wonderful. And other people are funny. And some people are more dynamic. And I love this, that you're seeing the personality of the real members in Empress when you're watching their videos. So these video testimonials come at a high price for me because I'm offering these one-to-one sessions. But... It's a one-off, and I know these videos are worth their weight in gold because two minutes of that person talking beats 22 minutes of me talking because even though I'm the expert in inverted commas, and by the way, I'm no expert, but you know how sometimes if you're at the front, people think that? I'm not them. They're the ones putting their money into my membership, and they're still there a year later. So I would rather my customers hear from them, the bad, the good, the ugly, the truthful, all of it, because their word is gospel compared to mine. So definitely, definitely look at getting your customers to refer you, testimonial videos, and just testimonials in general written. People want proof, proof of how things are. Goodness, guys, we're nearly the end of the podcast, and I'm only on number eight. I've really got to speed up. Number eight is your old customers. It literally is that, what it says on the tin, reaching out to people no longer working with you and bringing them back in. It is easier to bring in an old member or an old customer than it is to get new ones because these people know you, they've bought from you before, they might not be working with you for a different reason. They might not be working with you because they ran out of money or the time wasn't right or um, it's Christmas and they need to buy things or something happened in their lives or they wanted to try another option. But that doesn't mean they won't be back. But they'll only come back if you remind them that you're still there. So it's really important to keep in touch with your old customers and say, A, do you want to come back? Or B, I've got something new. You know, someone that buys one product from you might not buy the next, but they might buy the next. So it's keeping in touch with those people. Number nine, encourage trials, encourage samples. Allow people to see what you offer genuinely. You know, are you going to buy a chocolate brownie in a packet or are you going to buy a chocolate brownie that's on the counter that you can eat and you have a bite of it? And that chocolate brownie might not be for you and you go away about your day. Or that chocolate brownie might be the best thing you've ever tasted and the next thing you know you've bought one. Because you've tried it and you get to taste it. And when it comes to food, there's nothing like tasting it. And when it comes to perfume, there's nothing like sampling it. And when it comes to skincare, there's nothing like trialing it. Because that's what makes us buy. Seeing it before we buy, trying it before we buy, literally. 
And it's the same with online products. What can you do to encourage or allow people to get a taster of your offering? Could they have the first module of your course for free in exchange for their email address? So you've got their email on your database and they've got the first bit of something that you know they're going to love because you've spent so much time on it. So you're, you're genuinely giving them something of real value and they are likely to buy it because it's brilliant. So it's win-win for everyone. They feel like they've got really good value. And even if they don't buy it now, they won't forget how good it was and they will be back. It's the same with anything you can offer. The first chapter of an ebook, a video series about the course you're releasing, etc. Give something away, but give something away of real value. Last of all, number 10. I made it to number 10. Um, last of all is don't just sell. Share your story because stories is where it really comes from. Stories is where you find your customers. Stories is where you get to share and connect with people in a way that you can't in, in with shallow content. You need that depth. You need to build that relationship. Take your time. And remember, you're looking for names, not numbers. One connection a day. That's what we're talking about. Build one connection a day and you'll build slowly and steadily and sustainably and powerfully rather than going all in, getting 10,000 followers, which for a member isn't 10,000 pounds. And lastly, as a sub point, I just want to say, make sure your customer experience is on point. Don't send them to a crap website. Don't have a Facebook page that has no content on it. Make sure your customer experience and your customer journey is watertight before you start going out for new customers. Look at your current situation. Are you keeping your current customers? Are you engaging them? Are you interesting them? Are, you, are people buying from you? Are they sticking around? What does it look like when you come to your website? Is it all up to date? Is it all relevant? Is it all needed? Don't have words for the sake of words. Is your portfolio on point? Is it how you want it to be shown? Is your online shop correct? Have you got social media content platforms that you're not even updating on? Look at all of it and really take time to curate the experience before you go out looking for more people. So just to summarize, we're looking at one, being seen. Two, being heard. Three, creating a conversation and talking with your clients and your customers and your audience. Four, conversion, a purchase where your customer is buying from you after building that relationship. And five is the ongoing relationship, that talking to them, coming back to you, keeping in touch with them, and that reciprocal relationship that leads them back to buying again, recommending you, and becoming not just a customer, but an advocate of your brand. We always finish each episode with an invitation to set an intention. So today, I'm asking you to set an intention for how can you get new customers? What one thing out of the list of 10 that I've suggested could you try? What is right for you and your people? How are you going to show up for them? How are you going to offer value for them? Because remember, it's a two-way street. What are you doing for them as well as what are they doing for you? And remember, whatever you do, all you've got to be is true. Thank you for listening to Empath, 
podcast for meaningful marketing for soulful creatives. If you want more from me, head to my website, jesscollins.co.uk and check out my membership community, Empress, where you will find a community of heart-centered creatives, the Empress Practice, my signature seven chapters of soulful marketing and weekly live sessions, from soul goal setting to journaling and personal access to me. The doors are currently open. Be sure to message me on Instagram at The Feral Writer to let me know how you found this episode. Take care, and I'll be back next week.